This podcast is produced by Atlantic Garden Media. Hello and welcome to the second What's On Reading podcast, uh, which is coming to you uh, not live at all because we, uh, we've recorded this, but it's coming to you from South Street Art Centre in Reading. Uh, my name is Damien Passmore and I am the editor of whatsonreading.com, uh, which is the dynamic new, I think I can still say it's new because we've only been live for about a month now, new-ish listings guide for all things arts, culture and heritage in Reading. If you've not visited the site yet, please do, um, because if you're looking for something to do in Reading, it's probably on there. So this is the December edition of the podcast, and I am going to be talking about all things Christmas and beyond with um, what I'm now going to refer to as the three wise men that I have with me in the South Street studio today. We have uh, Matt from Berserk Productions. Hello there. Nice to be here. Thank you very much for having me. We've got Andrew from the Reading Phoenix Choir. Hello, I'm very pleased to be here. And we have got Bobby from Reading Bit. I'd just like to state at the start, I'm not as wise as the other two. I'm just uh, putting that out there in advance. (laughs) (laughs) So, December, Christmas is is very much around us. Can't walk down Broad Street in Reading without seeing lights and tinsel and and hearing the sound of uh, the waitresses or George Michael playing out. So it is, as Andy Williams says, the most wonderful time of the year. And it certainly is for arts and cultural organisations who seem to put out all the stops for a massive uh, catalogue of Christmas events, almost all of which are listed on our website. I can't possibly list them all or talk about everything here, but we can talk about what our guests have got coming up. So we're going to go first to Matt from Berserk Productions. For those of you, uh, our listeners who don't know who you are, who are you? <laughs> uh, my name's Matt Whitelock and I'm the owner and founder of Berserk Productions. We've been making believe since uh, 1994, providing uh, drama coaching for young people, productions, short film, yeah, and all different things in that genre. And yeah, having a lot of fun along the way, luckily. Splendid. So uh, that's 25 years now. Yes, I know. <laughs> that's crazy when I actually think of it like that as well. But yeah. Do I look that old? Yeah. Don't answer that. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> So what have Berserk Productions got coming up in December? I'm in today to talk about our um, production that's coming up of Into the Woods, which is at the Oakwood Centre in Woodley from December the 18th to the 22nd. So we've been uh, rehearsing this, uh, well, we auditioned it in the end of July, and then we've been rehearsing it since September. So I've got a cast of uh, talented young children that have um, pulled out all the stops on quite an interesting story. I didn't really know much about Into the Woods before I sort of started work on directing it and looking into it. I obviously watched a film with uh, James Corden and Glenn Close, etc., etc. It's not quite as dark as that, obviously, <laughs> this, this version. It, it's quite a comical panto sort of style. It sort of pulls together a lot of different fairy tales, basically. So you've got Jack and the Beanstalk, you've got Cinderella, you've got the baker and his wife. So And these all sort of collaborate together. It's a Brothers Grimm sort of tale. Fantastic music. We've got some lovely ideas. We've been helped out by uh, Cherub Cherub's floral designs on the on the set design, and we've got Nick Garnett, who's Alan's Daydream Harvest Festival. If you if you know of that, he's mm-hmm. um, creating some puppetry for us as well. So oh, wow. yeah, we're really looking forward to getting it now into the theatre. So you you say you did 
audition. So is 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 every Berserk production kind of an open audition yeah. thing? Yeah, basically we, we keep the auditions open. You know, some companies provide rather keep it in-house. We like to keep it as an open audition so that we can, you know, other people are able to come along, other young people are allowed to come along and uh, try, out, try it out. Brilliant. So that's a fantastic opportunity for young people I guess wannabe stars, I suppose, or or, or any kids who who want to. They're all to, stars to us, Damien. They're, uh, they're all stars to us. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, so it's it's um, it's a fun process, and to be fair, the the children uh, that have been cast in this production are really a hundred percent hundred percent behind it. They've really worked hard on you know made it slightly easier for for us as a production team, where they they've learned all their words, they've they've really practiced their singing, their dancing. We've got many styles of dance in there. We've got a tap number we've got a ballroom number we've got a sort of street dance sort of number sort of things that you wouldn't come to expect so for people that have been to a berserk production before hopefully they know the sort of magic and, and what we try to put into those productions to make it sort of stand out from the sort of uh, normal youth theater production i suppose just to add in that little bit of extra work behind the scenes to make sure that they feel really proud of what they're going into and that we're trying to surround them with the best we can possibly within our budgets. That really does sound great. Street dance in a brother's grim. I don't think I'd, I'd, I'd see that on the streets. Well, I was just thinking that Strictly would have finished by the time you do that. So all the Strictly fans who are missing you know, strictly dancing should come along and definitely uh, we, we and used a, yeah we used a young local lad who's who's really into his ballroom dancing so he came in and choreographed that that section for us which is great he's a he's a student that's been with berserk for quite a long time and that's his other passion so it's great to be able to get him over to choreograph a piece and for him to then start to think about choreographing uh, work as well, which is great. It's another opportunity for them to sort of another string to their bow, as it were. And so uh, just um, uh, remind us of the dates of that then. So that's the 18th to the 22nd of December. Uh, the tickets are from 11.75 to 13.75 and there's family deals available as well. And you can get those from ticketsource.co.uk forward slash Berserk Productions. Excellent. So moving on from Into the Woods to... Uh, into the Music. Into the Music. That's a, a better segue than I was. Uh, trying to rapidly come up with. Andrew, tell us a little bit about Reading Phoenix Choir. Well, Reading Phoenix Choir has been around since 1969, so we've, we're now in our 51st year. Wow. And I have to say, I, I wasn't there at the beginning. <laughs> um, yes, we've been going strong. We were celebrating our 50th season a lot last year with, uh, with many concerts, and uh, we're sort of carrying some of that flavour through to what we've done this year. We're an auditions choir, for people who don't know us, and we sing music that goes from the sort of Renaissance 16th century um, era right through to uh, last Tuesday. And in fact, <laughs> at our next event, which is a, uh, a carol concert in Reading Minster on the 14th of December, we're going to be performing a piece that has never been performed before. So it'll be a, uh, a premiere. So quite, quite exciting. You don't often get uh, premieres of, of new works in, in Reading. We had a composer's competition, uh, which we ran last year. And we announced the winner and performed the, the winning piece on the 9th of March, which was our annual concert in the concert hall. And the piece that we're going to be performing on the 14th was one of the runner-up pieces, but it's called Gold and Spices, so it's, it's very appropriate to Christmas. So we yeah. include that with our Christmas repertoire, which also includes some well-known carols for people to join in and sing when they're there, which everybody likes to do. But we try to include some of the, the less often sung carols, because... 
Otherwise, people don't hear them, they don't get sung, and some of them are really quite good carols and uh, worthy of coming out. We've got uh, one written by John Rutter, who everybody will know. We've got a couple that have been arranged by John Rutter. There's some that you will have heard from Kings at Christmas, sort of pieces they sing like Sir Christmas, which is a fairly well-known piece. People will recognise it when they hear it. And then there's a, a couple of other pieces we're doing with some interesting arrangements. Uh, one is an arrangement of Silent Night, so it's the tune everybody knows, but this is a, a fairly clever and interesting um, arrangement. So we'll be seeing that as well. So it's uh, going to be a, an exciting evening. It's usually um, very popular, so we expect to have a packed Reading Minster for it. Very traditional Christmas fair, not to be confused with a traditional Christmas fair, of course, no. of which we've, we've already had a fair few of those in Reading and yeah. probably uh, got a few more lined up. If you if you do go to whatsonreading.com and in the section called Explore, there's a, a whole list of uh, what we refer to as festive favourites and there's a, a, a separate section of, of carols and, and classics, which kind of between the two of them you've got that that mix of of the the traditional and the contemporary and sometimes in the, in the same event which is is great and there's also an entire section on the website devoted to magical christmas in reading which takes us neatly onto bobby so tell us a little bit about uh, your involvement in all this uh, hi i'm bobby i run the business improvement district for reading central which is the town center and also the new district in the abbey quarter which surrounds the abbey Runes. Our involvement uh, really is uh, trying to promote the whole of Reading and the diversity and versatility and quality of what's available this Christmas across the board uh, and put it all together and market it to as wide an audience as possible. We've made huge efforts working with the council to uh, put our own programme together but also to highlight what other organisations are doing in the town centre. And when you actually look at it, it is absolutely enormous the the quality range and uh, diversity of uh, what's what's available we just came out on saturday where we had a christmas extravaganza uh, in the abbey ruins which is a full day's program of live music storytelling tours for kids and a massive fireworks display off the roof of the blade to kind of officially kick off the, the Christmas programme. And uh, we've produced a leaflet which is available all around town and, and further afield, which contains over 50 events, real quality events that are happening. Everything from the high profile with the pantomime, obviously, and uh, ice skating events every uh, Saturday at uh, the Oracle, right through to small, intimate cabaret-type events. And most of these events are completely free of charge. So uh, there's no huge expense in finding something that would be of interest to, I would, I would almost say, anybody if they, if they have a look at the, at the programme. Yeah, I mean, we we had Alex from from Running UK on the podcast last month, and he he talked about his particular highlights. Is there anything that that you're particularly looking forward to? Because I know there's a few things that definitely have caught my eye. Well, you had Alex; he's a far more interesting voice than me. <laughs> but I'll try I'll try and make this sound as interesting as as possible. There, there are a number of great events for kids. Uh, we've uh, uh, rode in with Broad Street Mall to present uh, Santa's Elf Station where parents can bring their children into town to write their letters to Santa and meet all of the elves, possibly uh, Santa himself. And that's uh, every Saturday and Sunday now in the lead-up till Christmas. That's a, a completely free event, and it's had uh, great f- uh, feedback and reviews uh, since it started uh, recently. The big, big event that will be occurring probably 
that's open or would be available to thousands is the circus on uh, Broad Street. That is a huge number of really visual and exciting events from uh, fire acts right through to escapology and cabaret and uh, trapeze work, uh, etc. That will be on all day on uh, Saturday, the 21st of December. So I'd really direct people to that. Again, it's all completely free. And within all of that, we've also uh, got uh, the magical Christmas program that we've put together in association with the council, uh, which is our own program, a number of cabaret events taking place in pubs and clubs around uh, town and in, in other venues. But to really get a flavour of all of that, I would urge people to either go on to the What's On Reading uh, website, or we have our own uh, website which just contains all these events, and that's the magical reading.co.uk website. Yeah, I've been I've been taking a look because um, obviously, as the editor of the What's On Reading site, I kind of have an overview of of everything. And, and one thing that particularly stood out to me was the uh, we got a, 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 a spooky retelling of, of Charles Dickens' The Signalman at the George Hotel, and there's, uh, it feels like the Christmas ghost story, especially a, a Dickensy ghost story, is very, very Christmassy in a way that for years I would never have thought a ghost story is, is a Christmassy thing, but it, that, that really that, caught that my is, eye. That is really, it's, uh, it, it couldn't have been more beautifully uh, cast, really, because as a lot of people will know, the George Hotel in Reading is probably the oldest building in Reading, and it has the cobbled courtyard, and when the... Uh, the event is staged there, it will be incredibly atmospheric and will uh, will hark back to that kind of Dickensian time when, when those characters were, were evolved. So again, that's a, a one well worth looking up. Uh, some of the events do need uh, booking, even if they're free because they're limited on space. Uh, others uh, have a, a very small uh, admission fee, so I'd urge people to check early what availability is still left and, and, and try and get on at least one of the events. Yeah. They, I really recommend them. I, I know, I know that a couple of them are already kind of, I want to say sold out, but they're free. So I guess fully booked would be the right term. It's so yeah, booked, it, yeah, it really is a case of uh, a book now or, or you'll miss out. Yeah, absolutely. I know of three or four of the events off the top of my head that are full. We had a silent disco, which is taking place up on the Christmas silent disco for 120 people on the roof of Thames Tower. Uh, next Friday, or sorry, the Friday after next, uh, that's uh, that's been snapped up uh, quite quickly. Wow. So uh, I, I, again, I would urge people to to look on the websites, uh, Magical Reading or What's On Reading, and uh, have a look and and get involved early. That's that's kind of Christmas and December. I was going to say all wrapped up, but I'm not that cheesy. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I was just about to say, I think you are. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not going to go through my list of, uh, of Christmas puns. It's really not worth your listening time. As well as the uh, Christmas crackers that you guys have got on, I know that both Berserk and, and the Phoenix Choir have got some, some interesting stuff coming up early in the new year as well. We've got um, our sort of older student production that um, auditions in January, and this is a, a production that's in association with the National Theatre Connections Project. So the top ten writers in England write a, a, an hour-long piece for the youth market so it's sort of teenage themes youth themes and um, we've this year decided to look at a production called look up which is by andy muir and it's um it's a performance piece or a play about young people that have 
broken out of adult bounds. So they're creating their own rules, working towards their own sort of structure. The, the sort of play takes place where they sort of break into uh, different derelict buildings and they, they've broken into a, a building which is an old pub. And it's, I don't want to give too much away really, but it's a, it's, a, it's a great piece for young people. They get to take it on tour to the North Wall in Oxford and then, fingers crossed, onto the National at the end of June. The play we did this year, which was a similar project for Chaos, was, was a fantastic little piece that was really well received. Um, we took that to Deptford, to the Art Centre there, which was, again, a great experience for young people to actually work on a piece and then tour it. And the way we rehearse it is to try and give them insight into what working professionally in theatre is all about. So it's intensive, week-long rehearsal, uh, a few Sundays to work on character analysis and those sorts of things, and then, and then straight into the production. So that's auditioning on the 12th of January. Again, it's open auditions for anyone that's 13+, plus, but more geared towards those that have got a real love of drama or maybe taking it for GCSE or above. And, yeah, we're very much looking forward to finishing Into the Woods and then starting to look up in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Andrew, what has the Felix Choir got? Well, we've got two things that we're doing in January. Um, First of all, we've got a uh, Come and Sing event, which is where we invite other singers to come along and we all spend the day learning a new piece of music that we then perform in the early evening. And keeping the John Rutter theme going, uh, this year we're going to be doing, or even next year, we're going to be doing John Rutter's Feel the Spirit, which is a collection of five um, spirituals, uh, which he set. Um, so that's going to be the, the piece that we will work on. And then at 7 o'clock in the evening, we'll perform it. And if you don't want to come and sing with us and participate in the day, you can still come along in the evening at 7 o'clock and actually hear the performance. And it's, again, it's something which you won't hear very often, um, but people know lots of other pieces by John Rutter, particularly at Christmas. Uh, so it would be nice to come along and hear what the settings of the spirituals are like. And uh, they have been spoken very highly of. They are you know, quite popular by people who, who, who know them. So we've got that event. That's on the 18th of January. Um, details are on what's on Reading. <laughs> um, and another event which is, will be going on to what's on Reading uh, shortly is that we, uh, every now and again, we run an open rehearsal for people who'd like to... Uh, think about coming and joining the choir. So we're going to be doing that on Monday the 27th of January, uh, and that's in Woodley, uh, where we rehearse. And again, details will go up on what's on Reading. Uh, At the moment, we have got spaces for men, so that's tenors and basses. So if you're a a gentleman out there who enjoys singing and and feels that that's something they would like to do, then do come along to the open rehearsal, find out more about the choir, and see if it's something you'd like to do. How many people do you have there in the choir when it's up to full complement? At the moment, we've got, I think, around 45. I haven't counted them recently. Um, and we have been over 50. Um, but you've got to keep the balance right, so you need to have more men before you can have more, more ladies. Otherwise, you become top-heavy. Um, so, uh, so we're particularly interested in, in men who like to come sing. And it doesn't matter whether you're a tenor or a bass. Uh, people always say they're looking for tenors, but we're quite happy to have tenors and basses. So that's on the 27th. And watch out on what's on Reading. <laughs> you've, you've heard it here. Um, and, and what I think is, is amazing is that out of all the uh, organisations that, uh, that we could have invited in, I've managed to find two that both have such a sort of open admission 
policy to, to, to join your events and, 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 and your organizations. And I think it's, it's, it's great. And that, I think that too is a great thing about arts and culture and heritage in Reading is that, you know, there is that come and do it mentality and that, you know, we're all, we're all in it together and we all want to succeed together. And I think that's, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And if that is not the true spirit of Christmas, I don't know what is. <laughs> Which feels like the best thing I could do to bring this, uh, this session to a close. So thank you to, to all of my guests, to, to Matt from Berserk Productions. Uh, it's really nice. And like I was sort of saying earlier, thank you so much for all the work that you've put into this, you know, to the What's On website to bring all these organisations together. It's something that Reddin's needed for an awful long time. And the amount of effort that you guys have put in to make sure that's all working is absolutely fantastic it just opens everything up so people can really see all the different things that are on offer and to hopefully go and try new things which is the most important thing for me to go along to something you think oh, i wouldn't normally go to that go along and then make your mind up rather than sort of oh no that's not my cup of tea because you'll be really surprised at what's out there and what would change your view on on what you can see here or or take part in in the reading area I completely agree, Matt. Actually, I, I think everything you, you've said there is, is an excellent uh, place for people to go to. Uh, it's been lacking up until now. People would know about certain things, but this is really, I think, opened up to people how many interesting things go on in the Reading area. Um, I, I've sort of known because I've met lots of people who are involved in things over the years, but I don't think generally that's visible to people. So, uh, so if you haven't been on to look at what's on Reading, go there, have a look around. It, there's lots and lots of exciting stuff there, I agree. Thank you as well, Andrew. <laughs> and, uh, and thank you also for joining us, Bobby. You're welcome. So, uh, happy Christmas, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Have a lovely one. Have a, have a very Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or, or whatever you're celebrating in December, be it uh, a magical one. And we'll be with you again in January. This podcast was produced by Atlantic Garden Media. If you'd like a professional podcast for your organization, contact us by emailing info at atlanticgardenmedia.com.